I am Plant on the Line in Vancouver, British Columbia at thecommentary.ca. The Vancouver International Film Festival starts this Friday, the 1st of October. It'll be a hybrid festival this year owing to public health orders here in British Columbia, but films can be viewed on the big screen as well as small screen. One such film is the feature film debut of Martin Edrelin. The award-winning film director has written and directed Islands. It is a film that takes place in Toronto, where the lead character, a Filipino immigrant named Joshua, a 50-year-old bachelor, prays nightly to rid his shyness. He lives and cares for his aging parents, and the film sheds light on the filial circumstances that are common to immigrant families, not just Filipino-Canadians. Joshua, played by Rogelio Balagtas, and his family are visited by a cousin, Marisol, played by Sheila Lotraco. And Joshua slowly emerges. It's a delightful film, loving and warm. Mr. Edrelin has written a special film, a fine achievement for feature debut, and a marvelous way to look at Filipino-Canadian life, the care for aging parents, and the tensions and frictions that occur in any sort of family unit. As I tell Martin, there are some beautiful shots in the film, as well as uh, vivid emotional performances that not only move but entertain viewers. It's also a great example of the richness that emerges when diversity on and off the screen is encouraged and funded. Martin Edrelin's 2014 short film, Whole, received the Canadian Screen Award for Best Live Action Short Drama. Island screened earlier this year at the South by Southwest Festival and was well received. The film will be available across Canada, screened through the Vancouver Film Festival's VIF Connect between October 1st to the 11th, and there will be two screenings, Sunday evening, the 3rd of October at 6.15, and Tuesday afternoon, the 5th, at 3.45 p.m. at the Cinematheque. Visit viff.org for tickets and information. Please uh, welcome to the Plant Online program, Martin Edrelin. Mr. Edrelin, good morning. Hi. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. So as I was telling you just before we started how much I enjoyed the movie a lot, um, what I like about it, it's a Filipino-Canadian movie, as well as a Filipino movie, say, and a Canadian one, and, and it's just wonderful that it all comes together as it does. Uh, what were you thinking about as you were writing the film? What, what was the story that you wanted to, uh, say, tell on the screen? Um, I guess the origins of it was me being really interested in, you know, these these people that are you know, in uh, an older stage in life mm-hmm. where you're sort of past your prime dating years, you know, or, or what we typically think of our, our dating years. Sure. Um, and maybe someone that's stuck in, you know, a situation where culturally, um, you know, you, you're, you're in a new place where you're maybe not comfortable or, or familiar with surroundings in in Canada or this could even be the US you know maybe he hasn't found like a Filipino community mm. maybe he's also a character that's just you know more introverted and you know is we're always our parents kids and yeah. he's just sort of overly mothered uh, at home and I don't see him as someone that's you know like lazy or doesn't know how to grow up he's just sort of in this situation in, in a culture where um, you're at home until you're married, and if you don't get married, then you, you kind of just keep being a, a grown-up yeah. teen or child or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he goes to work. Joshua, our, our, our yeah. hero in the film, goes to work. Um, his uh, mother packs his lunch, uh, makes his breakfast before he goes to work. Um, it's uh, a situation now that we think about it is is, is probably uh, not typical, but um, not unwelcome. Certainly, at my age, I'd, I'd like that still. <laughs> <laughs> right. Especially if you don't know how to cook, like Joshua does, doesn't, right? Yeah. Um, um, I, yeah, it's part of Yeah, no, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say that, you know, um, I, I I don't think it's that maybe not as normal here in Canada, but mm. um, I think that there are many cultures where this, you know, is sort of normal where there is someone in the family that's, that's unwed and you just kind of never get out of this situation. Yeah, the, the the film opens with um, uh, uh, with with praying. Uh, mm. Filipinos are generally religious. Joshua, um, uh, in a, in a another scene early on in the picture, he prays uh, to himself, I guess, in his room. Well, what does he want? Mm. Um, I think that he's yeah someone that leans on his faith. Um, I think that he he wants some sort of intervention from God to help him find a partner because of the, the pressure from his parents to, to get married and have kids. Um, and I think he just doesn't really know how to go about that. Mm-hmm. Like a, you know, he's not someone that's going to go online or, or go to a bar and try to pick someone up. And I think he just thinks that someone will magically fall in his lap and and maybe needs a little bit of help from God for that to happen. It's it's marvelous to see um, the actor that plays Joshua just just how um, written on his face is this this sort of uh, anguish isn't the right word but it, it's sort of this just um, this need to not be alone. I mean, I'd, I'd like to know. I mean, how you, how do you direct that uh, with an actor? Because it's 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 just there. I mean, it's it's in his eyes. It's in his. It's just how he sits on the on the edge of the bed there, or or um, you know, as he looks up, sort of. It, it it's um, just marvelous to watch that. Thank you. Yeah, I think. Well, um, I feel like my, you know my gift in directing actors is actually in the casting you, know, mm. you find the right person um, of course I helped shape the performance but I think that there was he just sort of understood what we wanted um, you know he's not an experienced actor at all um, but there was something about him you know I kind of saw Joshua in him and um, he he struck the perfect balance of someone that we can empathize with. We don't really look down on. Like we don't see him as a loser or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's just he's like just a nice guy. And I think in so many of these kinds of movies, they're um, someone that's single or living at home at the, that age, at middle age, is always portrayed as a loser. Or, you know, there's something wrong with them, and, and that's not what I wanted this movie to be or who this character should be. Yeah, I referred to him earlier on as as our hero in the film because I mean he's he's looking after his mom and dad. Um, there's some beautiful scenes where he's he's trying to get his dad to go into the bath, and um, 
you know that that's not um, you don't usually see that you know in in in, in a in a home setting at least. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a very it's a it's a very tender scene between um, you know a parent and, and a child, but but. Um, I thought it was very tastefully done in terms of of seeing that on in film, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I mean that particular scene you're referring to was something that I saw when I was young. Mm. Um, my grandfather he had a few strokes, and um, for most of his life, from what I remember being around him, is you know he's he always had a hard time walking, had a hard time speaking. And I remember him staying with my family for a while, and my father bathed him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I don't remember. I was probably 10 or 11 or something like that. And, um, it was, you know, it was strange for me to see, like, an old naked man, but also, in a way, I understood that this is a very touching thing, that, yeah. you know, you having to, to care for somebody that raised you and who bathed you when you were... All, you know indeed the the actor that plays the dead um i i uh, i googled um, members of the cast and and, mm-hmm. and i i read he, he's an actual elvis impersonator is that right that's right yeah which i thought was just it's just funny how that worked into the movie i thought it was just such a clever thing to do yeah well it, once i thought about putting him in the movie i mm-hmm. thought that if he's going to do it then we need to have him in costume in the movie. It's just so wonderful to see him as a was it Christmas where they're gathering this, the whole family, and he's yeah, in the Elvis right. jumpsuit. It's just, it's just so neat to watch, you know. Yeah, if it wasn't so damn expensive to clear Elvis's music, <laughs> he would have performed in the movie. Where did you find these actors? I mentioned two of them already. I mean, they, they just seem um, coming from Filipino parents. I mean. They don't seem like actors, if you will. I mean, they're just so good yeah. in their parts. Mm-hmm. Well, the lead, we we heard about a short film in Winnipeg, and um, we we reached out to the director, and we watched it, and I thought there was something interesting about him. Like, he, he barely spoke in the movie, so it was hard to tell, but we, we did some Skype auditions with him, and uh, he turned out really great. Like, right away, I felt mm-hmm. like he was the guy. Um, Sheila, who plays Marisol, saw a Facebook posting, um, and saw that I, that we had a mutual friend in the Philippines who she went to school with, and she asked if she knew me, and this person was, she's my first cousin, Mm -hmm. so they went to school together, and she was like, do you know about this? Is, Is this real, or is this a scam? And my cousin said, no, like that's my cousin, this is, it's real, like, it's a real movie, and so we auditioned her, and, and again, she was great. Um, the father, uh, Steve Kamiling, we, we knew of him in the community, and he also has a connection to my family, he went to school, his, sorry, his wife went to school with my aunt in the Philippines, um, so, like, most of it was through Facebook, mm-hmm. um, all the other cast, but um, we did, like, we contacted every Filipino-Canadian organization we could find and posted on their socials and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so, so wonderfully cast that, um, yeah, it, it doesn't, I mean, I know they're actors, but, mm-hmm. 
you know, especially if, if if you have a Filipino background like I do, you, you think, oh, oh, that's like that family that we saw once, you know, or something like that, where that person is like that person that you know, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And it, yeah, the other thing I was curious about was the house because it's it's such a a unique character in and of itself. Um, um, how did you find the house? Um, the other producer found it. We kind of just I think she stumbled on it. I don't know if it was Craigslist or something like that, but they found it. It was a house that was just purchased, and they were going to do, like, a bunch of renovations. And um, we inquired to see if they would let us shoot there. And, mm-hmm. you know, a, a lot of the, the walls and stuff and the carpet, like, that was there. And we told them, do not touch the house. We want it exactly <laughs> as it is. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and they like, they were looking to rent it, I think for a few months before they did all the renovations. So, um, yeah, we got it. And then the, the production designer is actually of Greek background, but, um, she did an amazing job of, of making that like a Filipino house. And, um, a lot of the stuff came from my parents mm-hmm. and the other producers' parents, like she, like the dining table, that's. That's still my mom's dining table right now. Um, but just taking stuff and, and the production di- designer was like looking at my family photos and things like that and talking to Filipinos. And, um, yeah, and, and then when, when she wouldn't let us in until the house was finished and like I felt like I was walking into my grandparents' house or something. It, it, it's, 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 it looks lived in. And it's uh, comfortable at the same time. It's like every relative's house that one has been to. And it doesn't right. matter if you're Filipino either. Um, you know, every family home that, you know, that you, where you grew up probably looked like that or, or was decorated like that. Yeah, I've had so many people say that, you know, like that's like their grandmother or grandfather's house. Mm. It, does, it, just, it just looks like, you know, a, a, an elderly person's house from a certain time, like in yeah. the 80s or 90s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just it, it, it was that is that in Toronto or is it Scarborough? Scarborough, yeah. I see. Yeah, um, there, there are a couple of other shots that I was curious about. Um, you'll indulge me if you will. There's a photo um, on, on the kitchen windowsill. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Wow, nobody's ever asked that before. That's my grandmother, and I don't. I actually don't know about this, but the production designers spoke to. Somebody, uh, someone that was Filipino, a friend or something, who said that there's a tradition where people put a photo of their a grandmother or mother in the kitchen to sort of oversee the kitchen or the cooking or something like that. Hmm. I've never heard of this. Yeah, I've never heard of it either, but it makes total sense, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, she she put it in and... You know, I was like, okay, fine, and it's a nice way to have my grandma in the movie. Yeah, I thought because it didn't look like the mother in the film, so no. I wondered. I wondered who that was. It's just yeah. again, it's just a beautiful touch. Um, the the um, there's a minute long shot of um, yeah. Joshua warming up food in the microwave, and yeah. um, he does that at, at work too. But but this one particular shot at home, I, I found fascinating because. Um, 
the amount of food that he that he was warming up was was, was uh, probably a minute was too long to heat it up. But <laughs> yeah. why did you do that and and, uh, and then punctuate it with music as you did? Because I just found it just fascinating to look at. I even after I watched it once, I went back to see it again. N- nothing <laughs> happens other than warming the food, but it's just just a, a, a captivating shot. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I've been asked about this a few times. So. Um, that was really like, you know, we shot a lot of like cutaway stuff and, um, you know, we, we wanted to get a shot of the microwave and we just decided like, we'll just run it for the whole minute and we'll Mm. use as much as we need. And then, um, the first edit I got from the editor, he left the entire minute in there and I questioned it at first and we're like, okay, let's just keep it in there. And, um, it just turned into like, it was a funny thing, you know, mm-hmm. then we started to read into it, like ideas of time and, you know, but I don't want to intellectualize it. Like it was kind of just, it was funny to us. You know, we thought about, you know, like the popping, the sound of the popping food. Is something <laughs> that we're all very familiar with. Yeah. We know that the impatience of waiting for yeah. the food to finish so that you can eat it. Um, and then at some point, you know, I thought that it's probably a bit too much to have in there. And I I had a sort of aha moment of like, what if we put music on it? And then and then I was sold. I was like, you know, this this is great and the editor was like, you know, this is the kind of thing that people are gonna come out of the movie and go, What the hell was that microwave thing yeah, yeah. about? And some people will be like, Yo, that was really cool and it was funny and other people will think it was stupid but They'll have something to talk about. Yeah, it's it's um, it, 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 it's such a I, I, I enjoyed it because yeah. it said so much. I mean, the the, the characters are waiting essentially. Mm-hmm, um, exactly. And and um, it, just as when you warm your food up, if if you uh, do it for for the full time, it's too hot. And if you if you yeah. do it for for uh, less than the, the full time, it's it's not not edible quite yet. Um, and and that's what life is, you know. You're just waiting, really, for the right moment. And and Joshua stumbles, as he does in various yeah. situations in the movie, for the right moment. And and sometimes he comes through, and sometimes he doesn't. But that's that's life itself, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. What um what was the reaction when when the uh, film debuted at South by Southwest? Um, I was surprised be honest like i didn't think a filipino language film would play anywhere in the u.s you know i, I really thought that um i knew we would have screened in, in canada because we're canadian like yeah. the film was funded by telefilm so um yeah but i thought it would probably be a film that would be better received in europe you know they're they're used to showcasing international cinema and foreign language cinema um so it was a real surprise and i actually i was doubtful whether we made the right choice premiering there because i didn't think it would connect with the audience um but we found i was wrong you know it it was really well received um we got great press out of it Mm -hmm. um and then and picked up a special jury recognition so it was it was very surprising, but I think um, it was probably one of the best case scenarios for the movie. 
And I can't wait for people in Vancouver to see it because I think um, you don't even have to be Filipino. You can just be from any sort of ethnic background, if you will. There's something to relate here, especially because of the generations that are that are depicted in in the film. Um, you know, a lot of elderly uh, people, a lot of boomer children raising their elderly parents. Um, it's eminently relatable. Um, the the um, other thing I was I don't want to give anything away, but um, the scene at the airport. There's a lot of emotion there between the actors. And I notice that we don't see their faces. Yet, yet it, it's just—it's um, heartrending. It's beautiful just to see what what happens there between the two. What was the experience like with the actors filming that? Were, were there a lot of takes? Um, there were—I don't remember exactly. Not too many because we actually didn't get a lot of time at the airport because it's mm. very expensive to shoot there. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah. But. Yeah, but I have to say, so I went out to Winnipeg for a rehearsal um, maybe a month before shooting or a couple of weeks or something like that, and that was one of the scenes I rehearsed with them. Like, I I got an Airbnb. I was staying in a basement. I invited them over, and we just rehearsed in this basement. And um, I I picked a few scenes that I would also shoot while they were performing. And this scene, the first time they did it, they were bawling, and I was, like, very confused. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't know each other. I just couldn't believe that, you know, these inexperienced actors are, you know, were in this basement at a rehearsal, and they were bawling their eyes out. We did it two, three, I think, no, actually, like, three or four more times, and they cried their eyes out every time. Um, and then we got to the airport. I thought that you know, with all the distraction of sure, yeah. the, the crew and stuff, and we've already done this in a rehearsal, but the same thing, they would cry every time, and I still don't know what they did to access these emotions, but they they always did, and even other scenes in the movie that were emotional, they seemed to cry so easily, um, which was which I found really, really interesting, and... I don't feel like this is something that they had to, like, try so hard to perform. There was something, like, really um, that I think they just connected with and know, they just know that experience um, and were able to draw from it. It's such a moving part of the film. And um, just a special, even the shots as, as they walk into the airport. And that, that mm-hmm. huge window, you know, which is every airport that everyone's been in, um, they see. Um, there are a lot of beautiful shots like that. I, I'm sure people are telling you just, just they could give you half a dozen things that they, they thought were just wonderful to look at in the movie. What inspired, say, some of the um, some of those, those those beautiful shots that, that we see in the film? Um. I think I just wanted it to be like really photographic and and thinking, you know, it's not sort of the the, the grand sort of cinematography you see in like big movies, but I mean photographic in almost like a family photo yeah, yeah. kind of sense. And I wanted it to sort of look like an album, and you know, I think that there's sort of a familiar feeling of that 
kind of photography. Uh, and I wanted it to, to also feel like warm and the, the lighting very natural. And I didn't want it to feel too much like a movie and, and more like a real sort of experience. Yeah, there's a beautiful shot like where he's um, clearing the ice in the driveway, or um, if, if he's put the groceries in the car and he's in that parking lot at the mall, yeah, right. you know, and he's just sitting at the, you know, at the, he's leaning against the back of his car. Um, yeah. Just some some gorgeous shots that that, um, you know, I was, I was I had the uh, <laughs> the remote in my hand going back just to look at it because it's just just great to look oh, at. Oh, so great to hear. Um, you've uh, directed shorts before, and this is your first feature. One would assume that the process is the same; it's just a longer process to make make a feature. I guess it's it's completely two different things, right? I think so. I the hardest part for me was tracking story throughout. Um, it, it was hard at the writing stage, but then I think it's harder when you're shooting and everything sort of out of order we actually planned to go in and to shoot it chronologically but that it that is very hard to do and mm -hmm. we changed that really quickly um but yeah i think tracking story was was hard and i'm also the kind of director that is always open to changing the script and so when you're changing things you know you have to be mindful of you know if i change this part of the story how's that going to affect something else before or after in the script so yeah. um that that was challenging but i think um i've learned a lot and i'm, I'm very excited to, to shoot another movie i can't wait for the next film um by the way martin what did your family think of the, the film um they liked it yeah it was funny i was just talking to a friend about this they they liked it i mean my siblings liked it i think my mom is very uh I think that all she could see is, like, that's my child making things. Mm -hmm. And so I think that anything I do, she's going to be really proud of. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then, you know, I don't want to go too deep into this because I know that we have a time limit here. But um, unfortunately, my father passed a couple of years ago unexpectedly. Mm. And that's been sort of a very sad part of this because – and he's actually in the movie. Um and a lot of this was inspired by by him and my grandparents, and I was, like, so pumped for him to see this, and he never got to see it. But he's the the co-worker that they're going to take out for his birthday. Um, oh, I that, see, in the, yeah. in, in the university where he works? In, yeah. 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 That's my dad. So I'm, I'm glad we at least got him in the movie before, yeah. before we lost him. It, it, it's such a, a, a wonderful uh, uh, a tribute for you know, not not just your family, but all of our families, and you know, that come to this country. And um, as I said off the top, it's it's not just a Filipino Canadian film; it's a Canadian one. Uh, at that, um, uh, what's next for you? What's the next film? Um, I I'm still sort of figuring it out, but um, I. I think I'm going to keep going down this road of trying to make things that are a little bit lighter and and maybe a bit funny. Yeah. Um, my short films are, they were pretty heavy dramas, and I think with this one, I don't know, I guess exploring Filipino culture, like, 
sounds like, you know, were you also born in Canada? I was born in Canada, yeah, but yeah. Uh, my yeah. parents so, came here, yeah. Yeah, so I think, uh, like myself, maybe it's having a bit of distance from Filipino culture, and uh, I see a lot of humor in it, and I think yeah. even Filipinos in the Philippines <laughs> see it, and I can't help being playful with it, and uh, I want to do more of that. There's a couple of things, but by the way, for people listening to this, if they think it's a heavy film, um, there are heavy parts, but I mean, that's life itself. There's a very very funny parts as well. The um, uh, At the event where um, the the people get together and the aunt comes and, and um, just sort of rushes by, asks how Joshua is. Joshua doesn't say anything, but she completely, the aunt says everything. Um and and is is probably about half sincere. Um, I mean, yeah. I've been... <laughs> don't you have one of those, those aunts or teachers in your family? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Uh, you've been to you know every event. There's someone like that, you know, just rushing yeah. to get to, from one part of the room to the other. And then the um, Joshua's niece, where she has to, uh, <laughs> I guess, perform some dancing that she's learned in class. Um, yeah. I've I've been I've sat through things like that at family <laughs> occasions, and it's just the worst. But not not just for the kid, but for for you having to endure that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've so enjoyed the movie. Um, congratulations, Martin. It's a very fine achievement, and and I hope that a lot of people uh, take the time to watch it. I appreciate your time today. Thanks for this. Yeah. Thank you so much, Joe. The film is called Islands. There are two screenings in person at the Cinematheque Sunday evening, the 3rd of October. That's at 6.15 p.m. And Tuesday afternoon, the 5th of October at 3.45 p.m. Uh, both at the Cinematheque on House Street. Visit viff.org for tickets. Martin Edrelin, join me on the line from Toronto and Vancouver. I'm Joseph Plata. <laughs>